My name is Matt Weston, and tonight I'm joined by my good friend, my buddy, my pal, my knight in shining armor, Taylor. How's it going tonight, Taylor? We're not friends. Not I friends. I don't know. We're past being friends, what? though. No. What? Wait. What's past being friends? Being, what, what's being the nice next term? It goes friends, then knights in shining armor, and then lovers. So we're in between the two. <laughs> knights in shining armor? <laughs> yeah. What do you do that's different in knights in shining armor versus friends? Yeah, I like drive over here in a black Honda Accord. And that's <laughs> what makes it that. Wouldn't a, a friend be able to do that? No, they're two different things. I feel like we have to do something with metal suits and it could get weird. But who knows? Right? Maybe, maybe like a pizza party and all the foil you used to wrap the pizza up with. That's the shining armor. I don't, I don't even know where you're going with this now. <laughs> we, we talked about too much. It's you leave it as it is and let the mystery. I go had from to there. question it though. I always have to. Do you question. don't, you don't yank the zipper on the back of the monster suit. Just let the monster be the monster. Dude, I zipped. I you zipped. Zipped. <laughs> you zipped. You ruined the show. It's over now. So Thanksgiving, yeah, tomorrow, Woo. Wednesday. 11-21. There'll never be another night like tonight. Uh, who knows what's going to happen. So tomorrow, are you excited? Are you excited to gain 15 pounds? Um, I'm actually, I'm not a big Thanksgiving guy. I mean, we're not even that big on a Thanksgiving family, only because the food is so-so. I always tell them, like, we can get pizza. I prefer sushi rather than turkey. Yeah. Does that sound, like, selfish? Does that sound like a little Very weird? bourgeois. Yeah, bourgeois. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Damn it. But either way, I would say uh, turkey, turkey is okay. It's yeah. okay. I prefer the ham. I like more the gluttony of it where you just <laughs> eat and then I'm going to drink like four beers at 11 o'clock and then I'm going to take a nap and I'm wake up and eat some more and I'll probably go out Thursday night and then eat some uh, white bread, turkey, mayonnaise, and salt sandwiches. What? Duh. Yeah, when I worked at Yodel a few years back, this guy from Massachusetts was like, it's the best sandwich you'll ever have. I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. It's all right. So I've been eating them ever since then. Okay, well, if it's just all right, but you've been eating them ever since then, wouldn't that actually make his point valid by saying they are amazing and the greatest? They're, they're good. They're better than you would think they would be. And so I've just kind of stuck with it since, since that day. They sound disgusting. So <laughs> Try it this year. Try it this year. Um, I'm going to pass. Also, I'm on the last rung in my belt, and I kind of want to bump it up two notches, you know? I don't want to drill any holes in this belt at all. What? It's a nice belt. <laughs> so I'm trying to gain a little bit of weight so I can, you know, bump the rungs up. I don't want to drill a hole in this nice belt I got, too. Sounds good. I'm actually just more excited about watching football and not doing a damn thing. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, and we're going to talk about these games tonight is the plan. <laughs> we'll talk about some football uh, right now, actually. So tomorrow we're going to talk – tomorrow the games are going to be – at 11 o'clock in the morning, we have the Chicago Bears going to Detroit to play the Lions. The Bears are three-point favorites, only three-point favorites, and Chase Daniels may be going to be the quarterback in this game probably. The Redskins are playing Dallas. The Cowboys are seven-and-a-half-point favorites with Colt McCoy going to going back home to Texas, you know. And then Atlanta, New Orleans that night. The Saints are 13-point favorites, 13-point favorites. And then we'll end the show talking about – your favorite team, the team that uh, has your heart, the Houston Texans against the Tennessee Times and Monday Night Football. And I'm looking at Taylor's notes right now, and he has four lines. So <laughs> it's going to be a lot of me talking, so I hope you're ready for it. Well, no, no. The four lines is only for the Houston game. I yeah, got, that's what I mean. Man, okay. Cause, it's going to be a lot of me talking for the well, Houston game. Well, here's the thing. If Gabbard starts, what are we talking about? He beat him last time. That's a, 
They I'm, they beat the Texans with Blake Garrett starting I'm just, in week. I'm not. Well, two, what was the score of that two, game? 2013. 2013. The Titans threw a fake punt touchdown pass. <laughs> they got lined up on the right sideline. Nobody was in front of him. Nobody. And the punter's like, okay. Takes a snap, throws it to him. He runs 70 yards to score. It was unbelievable. That... That sounds like a whole bunch of fun, but I don't <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be, you know, looking forward to it as much as you, but, you know, I'll watch it, and you know what? My four lines are solid, so yeah. you go to hell. Well, like, I love the AFC South, but loving the AFC South is a mental illness, and, you know, it's not anything to joke about at all. You better not laugh. Mental illness is serious business, okay? Okay. All right. right. That's what we're going to be doing right now. Yeah. You know what? Let's have a 15-minute conversation about this because apparently you're having a breakdown. I'm outraged. Uh, okay. Good. I'm on the internet. I'm outraged. I'm the lead. When I leave tonight, the first thing I'm doing, I'm going on Twitter. I'm sending some tweets out that you're never going to read. I don't. But I'm, I'm going to prove you. Prove you. I don't even have a Twitter. I, I don't even know what tweets are. I mean, I don't even know what text messages. That's that all tweets are, except the whole world knows. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. It's like a bunch of Facebook statuses, but it's only up to two hundred eighty characters. So. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I think it ruins the world. It sucks. It yeah, sucks. I think it ruins it the world. Sucks. Yeah. So, all right, last week I do have the records this time. So you're no longer in first place. I have oh, the records this God. time. So I went two and two. I paid Baltimore and Dallas. I hit on those two games. You went three and one because you picked Baltimore, Dallas, and Chicago. And the Bears, of course, beat the Vikings on Sunday Night Football. Oh, wait. Can we stop real quick here? Because I believe Kirk Cousins, I Three think I said I was going to yeah. throw two interceptions. How many interceptions did he throw, Matt? I know he threw a pick six. Oh, I believe it was two interceptions. Yeah, you're right sometimes. Just when saying. you're right, you're right. Yeah, thank you. So I believe that should extend the record, so I'm in the lead now. No. Oh. <laughs> also, like, you know, we every time we do this show, you could just say, like, yeah, I said that last week and it happened. I'd be like, yeah, you did. I don't remember what you said. <laughs> I have no idea. Why don't you pay attention to me? Yeah, I, I do you pay attention. You said I was your knight in shining armor, and you don't even pay attention to me. But that's the problem, me. though. It's hard to hear what you, it's hard to listen to you have to say. That, we're past friends, so that would mean I know. that you would listen to everything no, it ma- that I said. No, it makes say. me harder. It makes it hard for me to listen. I don't want to. You know what? We're not, we're not knights <laughs> in shining armor anymore. Dang. Dang, man. I guess I was going to invite you to go roller skating tomorrow, but I guess I won't now. I'm afraid you'll say no. But overall, I'm 18 and 10. You're 16 and 12. So I have a two-game advantage as we head into week 12. And I'm just going to pick the same games as you from here on out. Also, business. I got a business proposition for you. I'm out. One of the guys from the site, uh, Upper Texan, we'll call him, he's going to Vegas for Thanksgiving. <laughs> One, do you think this is a good idea to go to think, go to Vegas for Thanksgiving? I think you're asking a lot if you do that. You're kind of taking a risk where are you gambling saying, well, I'm giving thanks that I'm able to do this, or are you kind of rolling the dice saying the casino should give thanks to me Mm. for being in this place right now on this day? So it all depends on where the mind is at because I feel like if you're going that the Vegas should be giving thanks route – Man, I feel like you're going to be losing all weekend. Yeah, if you go into like, oh, this is a lucky weekend. Yeah, right? like that's kind of where I'm at. But if you're going into it just to party and hang out because you're just going for a Vegas trip, okay, then yeah, have a fun time. I think you're going to do well. Yeah, obviously not like what they have at the buffet. You think anything special? I think it's all Thanksgiving food. Well, actually, that'd be kind of nice. I mean, like even at the dorm in college, they would sell, they would give Thanksgiving food this time of year. I'm, yeah, but I mean, again, it's like turkey. And that's stuff. such a weird holiday, though, in Vegas. It would seem. Yeah, like, it's true. like hot. Yeah, I, 
I don't know. That's just a weird place to go all around, unless of course he's going you're to, going. Well, he's going to a Knights game too. Oh, he's wait, making well, vacation, and also this is a good week to travel because you have four days off and taking vacation time. Dude, how can he afford those tickets? They're like eight hundred dollars for bleachers. <laughs> what in the world? Well, maybe he he put he put all of his pennies in his little piggy bank, cracked it open. Now he's going to the night skate. Is that the sound of a cracked piggy bank? Is that, is that what that was? <laughs> Unlike the guy from Police Academy. That's me. Uh, so the business proposition I have for you, though, is we need to come up with a parlay or at least one game to bet on. I can Venmo him some money and so we can have a little bit of wagering for tomorrow's game. All right. So as far as the point line goes, man – I, the last game that we'll Atlanta and New Orleans it. played, but I'm just saying, not to jump ahead or anything, the last time they played against each other, six point game. Sure, they didn't have Ingram, but dude, what was it, 13 and a half? Yeah, that last game was 43 37. But the, this is 13 and a half. That's like, yeah. And it's, a, and it's a division game. I get it. It's the Saints. Don't get me wrong. It's just, man, that's a lot of points. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Would you bet on that? I think we're going to. Would you bet on the 250? Uh, no. Uh, I can't no, do that. No. I would, no. <laughs> I don't know. I, with this dog didn't choose Bob Advil. I would have thought about it. But I had to make more responsible fiscal decisions until I, I get that all taken care of. Oh, so I got a new segment for this week. Oh, great. It's called Big Thoughts. Good God. Big Thoughts. So this is my big thought. Lamar Jackson started his first game last week. So every rookie quarterback in this class has started a game. And Jackson, Mayfield, Josh Allen... They're all mobile quarterbacks. The best young quarterbacks in the league right now, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Deshaun Watson. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones, Mitchell Trubisky. They're all mobile quarterbacks as well too. And so you're looking at these offenses now, and these guys are able to play so well right away because of their mobility. It makes it a lot easier to run an offense where you can just run for seven yards and nothing's open instead of going to longer passing situations and those sorts of things. And so what's interesting is that we've seen Darnold, who has 11 touchdowns and 14 receptions. We see Rosen, who I really like Rosen. I think he's super composed in the pocket. I think he throws downfield a touch. And he's playing behind a terrible offensive line right now. But it's going to be a lot harder for him in the NFL than it's going to be for Watson, Trubisky, and Mahomes. These guys are mobility as well, too. So my big thought was that as we see these pocket quarterbacks you know, retire out to pasture, and we see more of these super cool offenses being run, like this Rams-Chiefs game that just happened. I think these kind of like pocket quarterbacks are, one, can be a thing of the past, and two, it's going to be a lot harder for them to be great. And I also think there, there are going to be less of them taking in the top you know, 10 picks of the draft. And so if you don't have any mobility at all, I think automatically I wouldn't take you with a first-round pick at all, no matter how good you were in college. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree, only because it's – they pick the quarterback because – you have to keep the defense pretty much on their toes at all times. You don't know if the quarterback's going to just throw it downfield or they're going to run out of the pocket and run for the first down. The problem is, do they stay healthy? Here's the thing. That's Wentz, the, yeah. I mean, Wentz, he doesn't look the same this year, and he looks slower whenever he's running the ball. Sure, he's doing it here and there, but it's it sure as hell not the same. Marvin Lewis came out and said after the Lamar Jackson game, it's great on what he did. He was healthy. He was fine today, but it's not going to last pretty much. Yeah, because I think he had 17 carries that game. Well, no, it was uh, 24. 24? 24 carries in that. It was 27 total, but three kneel downs. Oh, So gotcha. 24. Gotcha. But 
Yeah. I wrote about him too last night, so oh, God. I'm tired. Yeah, good Lord. But, yeah, so whenever it came to the running game, I mean, do you think these guys stay healthy at the same time that they're able to go crazy, throw the ball, and take off? Yeah. Well, we, so we've seen three bad ACL tears with RG3. Yeah. The thing about him, though, is they left him out there, and he completely lost My his leg. Hand looks fine to me. He is a prison warden for doing <laughs> that. Like, it's unbelievable that he allowed that to happen. They have Watts, Watson, Wentz, and both were their ACLs last year. Watson's been good, but he's been hampered by the offensive play calling. Wentz, there's just uh, – Philadelphia's just so weird. I think one of the problems is their offensive line isn't that good. Wentz has been rusty. And like you were saying, he looks a lot slower when he, when he scrambles, too. And the rest of the guys are healthy for now. But, yeah, my grandpa always said the same thing, too. He watched him was like, he won't stay healthy. And, yeah. he, and I can never argue against Like, nope, won't stay healthy. So, uh, But I think that's, that's kind of one issue with it. But it's going from they can learn. But I think it allows them to be able to get on the field, get lots of reps, and have success, and then morph in, more into a pocket passer but, as they get older. Hold on. I just thought of something for you. The older quarterbacks that are still in the league are the pocket passers, Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm saying like, there has to be a change as they get I, older. Yeah, like, yeah. And once you but, hit like 28, you whoa, can't be doing it anymore. Whoa, but hold on. But if the pocket passers are the ones that are lasting the longest in the league, obviously if you're the pocket passer, you're the guy that's going to last the longest. Yeah. Especially if you're as great as the Breeze and the Bradys. I mean, it's two totally different strategies with the guys. One guy bombs it downfield still at 40. The other guy is doing the short passes. Yeah. It's a weird dynamic that you get to see both sides of it. But, again, those guys are the ones that have been most successful and the ones that are continuously doing yeah. it because they're not taking off and risking that injury. You know what? I don't believe it's the future. <laughs> I, I think it's the future for young quarterbacks, and they have more time to get reps and be successful. But, yeah, I think like Russell Wilson's a good example. His career is yeah. super interesting to see how he switches from being this mobile running around guy. He's 30 years old. How much longer is he going to be like this? And also, the Seahawks have to get that more pass protection for him. And like, you want this to happen every once in a while, not always. He's flicking you know little passes with one hand and uh, re- reaching the ball out past the first down marker and scramble. So I think him next year and the next three years is going to be super interesting as a case study with the conversation we're having right now. <laughs> I actually really like Russell Wilson. Yeah, I so, love him too. And it's because I don't even consider him because. With him taking off and his mobility is great, but it's a scramble. Yeah, he's a I snake. love when he just – it's moving back and forth, side to side, and it's unfair because the spins are too quick. Oh, I'm And he I'm can just like turn and run backwards from defensive linemen, and nobody can do that but him. Yeah, exactly right. And it's pretty much with the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson or bust. I mean, without him, the Seahawks are nothing. And at least with him, they're in games, even though I don't think they're going to be going anywhere this year. It's just that they're going to be really good next year. Do you, yeah, but they would still have to get better in some areas. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, they have with 49ers, don't you think they would be on the rise as well? And the Rams are kind of going to Their defense is so soon. bad, though. And Arizona, don't you think they're going to be getting better, too? Because yeah. you're such an Arizona. They're my, favorite bad team. they're my favorite bad team of all time. Uh, but yeah, I think that's interesting, though. Because I, I think there's like a middle ground between the two. I think it works a lot better whenever you're younger. You can run these offenses and it's easier. And then as you get older, you have to morph into more of a, a pocket passer, like you're saying. Because you have Breeze, you have Brady, you have Rivers. We saw Roethlisberger change into more of a pocket passer as well, too. And these guys are still playing at 35, 36, 37, 41 years old and having a, a great su- success in that way, too. So you, we talked earlier uh, today, and you hated 
Rams charge or Rams Chiefs. He said it was vile and disgusting. You called it pornographic. And you said, I know it when I see it, is what you said. I felt like Oscar from The Office, where I was watching the game and it was me pointing at the screen saying this is more offensive to me than hardcore porno. And whenever it came down What was he saying that reference to? (laughs) It was oh, Angela had the poster. It was the conflict resolution. Angela had a poster of the babies playing the jazz instruments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow that <laughs> offended Oscar because he said it reminded him of the mothers that put their children up to it. <laughs> but don't worry, they ended up making a shirt out of it, so it worked. <laughs> Did they really have a shirt of that? Well, I don't know if they had a shirt, but that was the whole resolution was he was supposed to take a picture with it as a shirt so only Angela can look at it and see, and he didn't have to. Yeah, that'd be a great shirt. <laughs> that actually would be solid. Yeah, that'd be good. But either way, most overrated game of all time. I mean, listen, are we really are we really impressed by what Mahomes did? Uh, that's all I want to ask you right now. Are you impressed by what Mahomes did? I'm more impressed with what he's done the entire year. Because even against good defenses, he's been awesome. Five turnovers. Everyone's like, oh, look, six touchdowns. But great. He had a touchdown for every turnover that he committed. Yeah. Come on. He gave them 21 points. This game was disgusting to watch because it's not only with Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes just those third and eight time bombing it downfield. And another I love question, that though. Another question to you: Is Patrick Mahomes this good without Tyreek Hill? Uh, I don't know. Ooh, really? You don't know? Uh, how many yards do you think that he had in this game? No, how many yards did uh, Tyreek Hill have? <laughs> I. I watched the condensed version, so I'm going to guess like 175. You're going to guess 175. How about 10 receptions for 215 yards and two TDs? (laughs) Mahomes had 478 yards. That's almost half of his yards are going to one single player because Tyreek Hill is the video game character. But look at Hill with Smith last year, though. He was good with Smith, but I'm saying like Mahomes can actually throw him the ball. I get it. He has the bigger arm. But still, and didn't Alex Smith have a career year last year as well, still leading the team to the playoffs? Yeah, he, I mean, he was a really good downfield passer last year. But I'm saying, like, but the difference between Smith and Mahomes is, like, he's twice as good as Smith is. And the same offense, the same players. I him. don't mind Mahomes. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great rookie quarterback, a.k.a. Ben Simmons. He played a game last year. Dude, Ben Simmons. He I'm just saying, it's Ben Simmons. It's Ben Simmons here. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, he... That was that was bad. That was actually not a good game for me to watch at all. And then on the other side, when it came to the Rams, I can even criticize the winning team. Do you know how lucky that team is that they won the game? McVay, when they had the ball last, throwing the ball when a minute and 30 is left, <laughs> and he is throwing the ball, and he went, what, he complete a pass and then go three and out? Yeah. It, okay. That is horrible. Horrible, and you didn't give Gurley the ball one single time. He had 12 carries. You have the best running back in the game, people say, and yet you don't give him the ball. Against the worst run defense in football, too. Excuse me for my language. That was him putting his wiener on the table and said, this is what I'm working with. And you know what? It almost cost him. Yeah. Because Mahomes, instead of going for the big play, which he kept trying to do, all they needed was three points to tie the game, and then it's in overtime. But no, all Mahomes wanted to do was for the home run play, because for God's sakes, on that last interception, who the hell is he throwing it to? I don't know. 
There is one Chiefs player, and I think it was Tyreek Hill, and there's about six Rams players. And he underthrew him by like 20 yards. I, it was just ridiculous to watch, and everybody loved the high scoring. Oh my God, look at the score 54 51, breaking all the records. <laughs> That's what I thought of the game. <laughs> well, my thing about it is that I was okay with it because these are two of the three best offenses in football. And so whenever they're playing a 54-51 game, I'm okay with it. Whenever the Browns and Raiders are playing a 42-40 game, I'm not okay with that. Because those are two bad offenses playing against defenses you just can't tackle. And they're just breaking tackles and running forever. But the Rams defense is supposed to be good. And they, yet can, they can do not, one, they can do one thing. They're giving so many points. No, they can only do one thing that's rush the interior. And if you have good interior blocking like the Saints do, they're not any good. And that's what the Saints, I think, are the best team in the NFC by far. You know how many tackles... Sue had? I don't know. He had a half tackle. That's cool. You know how many Donaldson had? I know he had those two strip sacks. That's all I know, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's disgusting how good he is. That's what actually yeah. what my entire point was. It's kind of actually crazy. He with kept how being that dominant left, Every rush is since that left guard. And Wade Phillips does a great job, too, of getting him in one on one situations, which is really hard to do as a three technique rusher. My thing, my basic thing about the game, though, is there are so many like great moments in it. But like I understand where you're coming from, where everybody's open. Yeah. I, but like it was also everybody's open it doesn't mean anything whenever you score that many points a lot of ways. But it's hilarious when the Chiefs go down 13-0, you're like, uh, it doesn't matter. Whenever and like it's funny it was 54-51. And I felt like it was a low scoring game. I felt like both those teams could have scored a lot more points even. By the way, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised you're not bringing this up because did you hear that Vegas lost the ton of money. Good. I don't care. No, no. The reason why I bring it up to you, it was the amount of points that they were going to score. The two teams combined, the line was at 66 points and it was betting the under or the over. Everybody obviously bet the over for it. And so Vegas got destroyed. Wouldn't you have bet the over on it was my entire point to this conversation. Yeah, I would bet. Well, I don't know. You didn't ask me 66 points? I think so. 33-33? I think so. I probably would have. Yeah, both the losses from the Chiefs have been when they score over 40 points. <laughs> yeah, I saw the stat. was like all these different quarterbacks didn't score 40 points or more. Their record's like 2-2-6. and You're taking Breeze and Brady and all this stuff. Mahomes is 0-2. <laughs> and here's my other thing about it. It's, it's a fun show. Don't get me wrong. But both these teams are going to lose in the playoffs. Because the McVay show doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It won't, it, work. It won't work. It won't work against the Saints. Yeah, it, exactly my point. And here's and my they're, other, they're playing the Bears in two weeks too, and that's me super interesting. And my other side is, if New England gets this number one seed, they sure as hell are not winning in Fox. Well, I, I'm not. Pick, I'm not picking the Chiefs until they win a divisional round playoff game. Okay. And also, the Chiefs can't beat the Steelers either. And like until it that's, happens, that's exactly my point. I'm just. I'm not a believer in either one of these teams. It's fun. I'm great. I'm, I'm glad everybody had a good time. But these aren't the teams that are going to win at all. Yeah, I get, Yeah, I mean, you can say that. It's you know fun. what? I am going to say that. Because, again, this is it was, the most overrated <laughs> game of all time. It was a lot of fun. And there's a lot of really great moments. Like, yeah. whenever I wrote about it, I just had one paragraph that was like 500 words. of just a list of different things that were like really cool that happened in the game. But I, I understand where you're coming from. The, but again, the reason why I enjoyed it because these are two of three best offenses in football. They should score a lot of points, and they did. And it makes sense whenever they do, unlike whenever the Browns and Raiders score a lot of points. Whatever. I was yelled at by everybody. Apparently, I suck. Apparently, I'm the only one with this opinion. 
and everybody else says, Taylor, you're just a horrible person that's just <laughs> angry. So that's well, where I'm at. Live, laugh, love, Taylor. That's what you should do more. What did you say to me, Julia I said, Roberts? Is that live, laugh, love. Oh, okay. That's what that's, you should do a little more. Oh, wait. No, Julia Roberts was she eat, eat, pray, pray love. love. That's yeah. what she was. Hey, man. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm in my Batman onesie right now, dude. I'm, I'm completely fine. I feel like what's his face from Pineapple Express. I'm in a Komodo. You feel like. What are you doing? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, so this week, before we talk about these games, and we'll take a break here in a second. Uh, it's an awful week on Sunday. We have Jacksonville, Buffalo, San Francisco, Tampa, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Arizona Chargers, which I'm super excited for actually. And there's a lot of really bad games this week. So like the only there's only three good games: Pittsburgh, Denver. Depending on how you feel about the Broncos, I think the Broncos are underrated because Vance Joseph's terrible, but there they do go. a few Case things Keenum. really well. And then there's Green Bay, Minnesota, and then Seattle, Carolina, and the rest of it. It's kind of a bad week. So tomorrow, actually, we have like three. Looking like pretty good games, especially since Chase Daniels potentially starting in Chicago. Uh, are there any games at all that you know you're looking forward to aside from these ones on Thursday? We're going to discuss. Actually, yes, but only because fantasy, and it's because shout out to Tristan, losers kicked out of the playoffs this week between us. Oh, so really? it's going to be an interesting matchup. But however, absolutely not. The only game I'm interested in is the Cowboys, man. You know this. This is what I've been waiting for. I've been talking about it. Do you want to jump yeah, into we, that segment no, right now? No, we're, we're going to take a quick break. No. Oh, All right. God. We're going to take a quick break, and then Taylor can be super excited after we talk about uh, Lions-Bears. And we're back. So the first game we're going to talk about is the Detroit Lions going – oh, no, Chicago going to Detroit because the Lions always play at home on Thanksgiving, and they're playing at 1130 – the Bears are only three-point favorites. And this line, I think, was even low before it came out that Mitchell Trubisky woke up really hurt and hit from uh, this shoulder injury that he had against the Minnesota Vikings. So it looks like Chase Daniel may start this game. Uh, last week, one of the things we talked about when we previewed Bears-Vikings was whether or not the Bears are a good football team because all they had been up to this point were bad teams. The best game they had, the best win they have was over the Seahawks, maybe, or the Packers, depending on how you felt. But they, uh, or they lost to the Packers, but their best was probably the Seahawks. And they lost against the only other good teams they put in their schedule. But now, after watching the Bears and going back and watching a few times, I think the Bears are good. I think they're really good, actually. I think I said this last week. I'm I said pretty, I didn't know. I'm, I'm just pretty saying. sure I was the guy that was very confident in this team and what they were going to do. <laughs> I just want to make sure yeah, that everybody remembers this. Because, by the way, the three-point favorite is only because of Chase Daniel. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason why if Trubisky is the starter, then it's more points. I think it was only like six, though, with Trubisky. Yeah, but... Which is so crazy. Yeah, but it's still a division game. And it's on Thanksgiving, short notice with both teams. Because yeah. so, they played Sunday night, but the Bears beat the crap out of bad teams. And the Lions are a bad team. Um, hello. The Lions I watched won last week. Well, yeah, what are we saying? They're not What great. are we talking? Oh, they're not good. They're not so, good. Last week was a fluke. The one, th- yeah, it happens sometimes. Hey man, in the National why Football are we League. insulting the Lions so hard? Right, the now? Bills beat the Vikings. You know, it happens sometimes. That's Kirk Cousins, though. That's Josh Allen. Okay, I miss yeah. Josh Allen. Right. He's such a All rock right. star. See, we're so- uh, so well, I think what happened at Carolina game last week was the Lions played really good man coverage, and it was hard for the Panthers to actually throw the ball. 
And also, like, Ziggy and South Carolina had a pass rush going. But, like, oh, it was a weird game, though, from Carolina. And Carolina does that sometimes. They just look like complete butt every once in a while. And that's what that – I think that game had more, was more about, like, a Carolina downturn than the Lions being good. DJ Moore came on the scene. Like, he destroyed them. Yeah, he was awesome. That yeah. toe-touch catch he had in the corner yeah. end zone was awesome. So he came on the scene. No, Detroit won that game. Fair and square. Detroit is back, baby. Four They're and not six. Back. Let's make the push, Matthew Stafford. When you watch the Lions play, is there anything you enjoy about them? Absolutely not. No, I, I except for horrible. Kenny Galladay just like jumping over guys and posterizing them. Yeah. That's the only good part of watching them. Yeah. Well, and I like on Johnson because he just runs vertically. He just runs straight forward and gets 15 yards. But he's out this week. Yeah, I know. He's out so for So do you have weeks. any interest in this game? Well, uh, I like I, I like watching the Bears. I didn't know I'd like to watch the Bears until last week. Oh, really? So Chase Daniel, you don't think that's going to make any type of difference? No, I I don't think it's gonna make that much of a difference because the Bears play one of the super cool, super easy offenses. You know what Chase Daniel's career stats are? He's never started a game and he's made thirty million dollars. Dude, tenth season. Just, How many games has he started? I have no idea, but I'm gonna give you what he has here: <laughs> seventy eight attempts. 51 completions, 480 yards, one TD, one interception, one fumble. This guy is an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> He's an unearthed gem. 10th season. He, this guy hasn't done much more than me in <laughs> 10 years. And he keeps getting paid like $9 million a year to be the backup. Like, I just... I am, like I'm right now. I'm imagining. Hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Matt, this is a good joke. All right, all right, I'm right. imagining like you're watching Storage Wars. Imagine it's 2010. I like Storage Wars. And then you like can't go to sleep, so you put Storage Wars on, and then Chase Daniel is just wrapped up in tape in the corner of a Storage Wars locker, and that guy walks in with the crazy hair, and he buys Chase Daniel for like fifteen hundred dollars. Wait. Wait, why are why is there a box? Okay, hold on. So he's a hidden gem. Really, look, at no, these, look at these stats. No, he's like, great. Okay, okay. Actually, I was gonna say I don't want to rob him of anything here. His rushing attempts: thirty-six. He has eighty-eight yards. He averages two point four. That's fine. <laughs> he's the he's the Sam Bradford backup quarterback. So he's made a ton of money for not being good, dude. I just I want these jobs. Like, how do I get these jobs? Don't I have to be tall? I can be tall. Yeah. I my our middle school coaches screwed me up. What? They should let me play quarterback. I could have been back in quarterback. What? You couldn't throw the ball. Yeah, I could throw the ball. You can't throw the ball. I could have. I could back then. <laughs> yeah. I heard my shoulder playing rugby can't throw the ball as well as I used to. What? Who's the guy's name? I don't know what it is, but you just sound like from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah, or it's like, sure. coach should have put me in yeah. state championship. I mean, it really is like won. one of the more – it's a joke, of course. I'm not being serious. But it would be really embarrassing that if I was being serious. What's his name? Now it's going to bother me the entire time now. Damn, I'm blanking. I don't know. I'm going to throw some more of those damn mounds over there. <laughs> <Yeah. Napoleon. laughs> All right, but yeah. So I don't think it matters all much because the Lions have a terrible defense. They're 30th in defensive DVOA this year. They can't cover – they can't tackle. They can't really rush the passer all that well. Uh, they have bad linebackers. They're just not good at anything at all defensively. And so, like, Matt Nagy's really great at scheming guys open. And Chase Daniel can run this offense, I think, pretty well. I think anybody can, as long as they can run a little bit. And based off these numbers, Chase Daniel averaging 2.6 yards an attempt, I think he's going to have a great game. All right, hold on. I'm almost positive I got it. It's Uncle Rico, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. That's all I wanted to make sure of. It's going to be my new Xbox Live gamer tag. 
Uh, what? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You finally bought a game system for the first yeah. time. Since it's, since Cabana Beach is the first time I had a game system in my house. It's like you're a new man. I I ate sardines for dinner the other night. I don't think I don't think I should have done this. I don't even know what that means. It's gonna be it, dark. So you become a man if you eat sardines? No, it's just gonna get dark and weird. It's gonna be dark. Okay. Either way, I'll be honest. I'm not excited for this game. I think this is kind of going to be a blowout here. Yeah. I think I'm leaning where you're at, where Chicago's defense is just going to destroy them. And I feel like even with Chase Daniel behind, I, I mean, the defense does everything. They're going to get the turnovers. They're going to put them in great field position. The only thing I can see that happens is Detroit on short week pulls out the win. It's just they won such a tough no, game last week. No, they're not week. going I to just, win. They're not going to win. Yeah. Like, I, just, I I for sure want to bet in this game. Oh, wait. What do you want to bet then? Because depending on what the bet, and are you going to give me points? Well, I'm saying like bet on like actual, not between us, but put some money down, dude. Wait, wait. wait. You're saying they would win by more than three? Oh, yeah. We're going to kick the hell out of them. All right. You want to make a bet between us then? We're not going to remember it. Give me the points. We'll remember this. Right. We'll write it down right now. Right, you can remember our record, apparently, but you That's won't right. remember this once you write it down. Because you saw me dinner from that Cowboys-Texans game. All right. Well, I want my dinner back. And this is the game I'll All bet right. on. That's Give me fine. the points. All right. I'll write this right here. Dinner All right. back. Dinner back. Got it. I can't afford right. another dinner. There's the, so also Chicago, I want to say my favorite thing about watching their offense is how many risks they take on first and 10. Like they lose four yards in a jet sweep, and it's no big deal. They'll just go back and get those yards back on second down, third down. And it's cool just like how explosive they are always. And also now that Anthony Miller's broken out of nowhere and they realize Allen Robertson's really good, they should give him the ball. And Trubisky, I think, too, is picking up the game really quickly, like I talked about a few weeks ago, where it was really interesting watching him in college because from his junior or senior year, he was a completely different player and became like a, an actual, you know, the number two overall pick he was. And so I think we're seeing a quick maturation from him too right now. I do want to jump in when it comes to Mitch Trubisky. So this is kind of going back to the point of, do these guys last? I mean, 20 of 31, 165 yards, one TD, two interceptions. You can't really do much with that. When it comes to rushing, though, what did he have? What What are we talking here? Damn it, I just had it. 10 carries, 43 yards. Is that what he had? 4.3 average? Sounds good to I me. I think that's what he this had. No you know what? That's what I'm going to say here. And by the way, I'm right on that. I got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> so either way, though, the 10 carries for the 43 yards, that's a lot of carries for a guy. And sure, it's a, it's a good average. Don't get me wrong. It's unexpected. It's just, do these guys last? Because obviously, he's already banged up with the shoulder. He's out now for this game. This is going back to your point. Is this the future but for my point, I don't think these guys work. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. That's it. That's all I got. Well, we don't. Well, we I don't, need a rebuttal. I'm saying I, I don't have. I don't have a rebuttal right now because we have six quarterbacks who are super young and healthy right now, and we'll have to see uh, what happens. This one's not. Yeah, he got hit a lot. I just imagine That's him my like point. trying to wake up Monday morning, just like. <laughs> that is exactly my point, though. And it's ten carries. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, also, the, the Bears' defense, Akeem Hicks is my new favorite player of all time. So he's number 96. He's their three-technique defensive tackle. He has this big belt. He's like a big old pumpkin out there. And he's super fast, too. Like, he's super quick. He had five tackles for a loss last game. The Vikings had 22 rushing yards on 14 attempts. We talked about Dalvin Cook entering this game. 
and how Latavius Murray had to sign this little hot streak and how Cook is interesting as like a, a comeback player for the Vikings for their run. Because if they can run the ball and Cousins doesn't have to lead the league in pass attempts, maybe they can you know do enough for the top 10 defense. And they got completely just steamrolled by uh, the Bears' run defense in this game. So I really love Akeem Hicks. He's my new favorite player. And uh, I like the Bears. I like the Bears. You know what's sad? All right, even though we have this bet, do you want me to pick my, you want me to pick my score right now? Oh, well, I got one more question for you. Oh, God. So, after, so the Bears finally beat a good team. I think the Vikings are a good team, a solid team. I told they're you. They're not great. Rated. They're not great. Uh, they're good, though. But so the Bears finally beat a good team. Would you put Chicago in with the same group as Kansas City, the Rams, New Orleans, maybe New England, maybe Pittsburgh, maybe the Chargers? Would you put them in that same kind of uh, top part of the pyramid? Well, I say I think the top of the pyramid is Kansas City, Los Angeles, New Orleans, and the piece below it is Los Angeles, Pittsburgh, New England. And I would put Chicago in that in that piece of the pyramid. By the way, I don't even think it's close. I think I would easily put them up there, and it's only because in the top the or the second one. No, top, top. You one. put them in the top, man. They are and number they are number one defensive DVOA right you now. You just you, you have to with the defense, and it's like what I say. Trubisky wins, dude. Look at his passing numbers; they're gross. I love like, his who? box scores. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that game against the Bills, he scored forty one points. He threw for like one hundred twenty yards. But that's it's awesome. But that's exactly my point. He doesn't have to do much because the defense is doing everything. Yeah. When you have that good of a defense, and that's what I love to watch, and that's my point. Here's my question to you. Oh, does the Ram beat this team? They're going to play me in, I think, two weeks. Do they beat this team, though? Uh, talk to me in two weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I don't know. I, don't know. I, I need two more weeks to think about it. I just found out about the Bears. I like them. So I need a little more time to let it grow. You know, it's like a crock pot. Let it it's only four o'clock. We go in until you know eight o'clock when it's dinner time. Crockpot takes like eight hours, man. Yeah. What, what do you mean? We got hours? we got like four more hours left. Okay. All right. I'll ask you in four hours. All right. So that's that's all I have for this game. So what's your pick? All right. Even though we have our bet, I have Bears twenty four, Detroit fourteen. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. I have the Bears winning twenty seven thirteen, and also Matthew Stafford seven point one yards of attempt, twenty second football. All he does is throw short passes, and like it worked three years ago, but it doesn't work anymore. And it's awful to watch. It's terrible to watch. Throw the ball downfield. He's really good at it. Kenny Galladay's really good catching it. Do it more often. It works well. He's going to have to do it this week, though, without Johnson. I mean, they're talking about running Blunt. Blunt is averaging like 2.7 yards a carry. He's Exactly. He's just a big, like, boozer is what I say. (laughs) He's Carlos Boozer. He's Carlos Boozer, man. (laughs) He's like Zach Randolph. Oh, He's not even playing anymore. I miss Zach Randolph. I'm sure he starts still in Sacramento. No, he doesn't. He I've, hasn't played one game. Okay. And then Vlad, that's you why play fantasy. That's Pick why I'm up on the waiver wire. Let me know how he does. <laughs> that's why Vladdy wants to fire David Yeager is because he's not playing Zach Randolph enough. So the the next game we have here tonight is Washington against Dallas. The Cowboys are seven and a half point favorites. Uh, Washington, even with Alex Smith, I don't think they were a good football team. They were 22nd defensive DVOA. But they were propped up. They were also, I think, fourth in points allowed. But they forced 18 turnovers, which is the third most in football. They forced three more against Houston last week. They are also 3-0 one-score games. And they were, had won one and a half more games than their expected record indicated. And I don't think they've ever should, they should have ever been a 6-3 and three team at all whatsoever. And now Alex Smith had, had, had his leg snapped by Krim Jackson, J.J. Watt. You have Colt McCoy here. Their defense is only good if it's forcing turnovers. And what's funny is I'm saying that, but the – 
Redskins, DVOA, they jumped from 22nd to 14th after playing the Texans. That's how bad the Texans' offense has been right now. Their entire offensive line is hurt. Their overall point differential is only negative one. Unless Adrian Peterson's cutting back against the grain, their run offense is bad. Their only good receiver is Jordan Reed. And now they have Colt McCoy, uh, his numbers. As their starter, he's 7-18. He has a 60.2% completion percentage. 27 touchdowns to 23 interceptions. Almost one for one. And 6.6 yards in a 10. Uh, the only thing I like about the Redskins is their defensive line. I like Matthew Inotis. I like Jonathan Allen. I like Deron Payne. I like Ryan Kerrigan. I like Preston Smith. Mason Foster's a fine run blocker. Their safeties are good. Their defense should be better than it should be. I'm naming all these guys I kind of like, but uh, it's been propped up by turnovers, and teams have had success moving the ball against them. So that's all I have to say about Washington. Oh, dude. All right. So I got like my entirely different spiel about Washington. But do, you actually, like, do you think Washington's good? Hold on. Hold on. I don't care if Washington's good or not <laughs> because I'm going to talk about my team right now. You, know, is, you have no, to say something whoa, about Washington. Wait. I'm not getting to that. Come on, dude. This is going to be a long segment. I hope everybody get buckled up. This is what we're going to be doing for the next hour and a half. We're not talking about DMT. We're not talking about chimpanzees. <laughs> we're not turning this into a Joe Rogan Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't you worry. Hour and a half. No. So, <laughs> so we're going to start with this. Dallas coming off of two wins away. Philly, big game, win. Atlanta, surprise win. Came out of nowhere, winning on a last-second field goal. He almost after missed it, he, went, he almost did you missed think it. Did he miss it? I thought he did, but you know what? <laughs> I believed, and it went. Yeah, that was a fun game, too. So, coming into this game, everybody... Oh, yeah, Washington. They got injuries. They don't have great receivers. They don't have a quarterback anymore. It's Colt McCoy. All right. So let's talk about Washington back in 2014 with Colt McCoy when he came into Dallas, Texas. Was that Thanksgiving also? No, it was not. (laughs) It was October 28, 2014. Washington was 3-5 coming into Dallas. When Dallas was on a six-game win streak with Tony Romo. And you know what McCoy came and did? Shut him down. 25 of 30 passes for 299 yards. Do you remember this game? He had seven-yard rushing TD in that game. I remember this game because it's the same thing as this game. (laughs) This is exactly what I talk about with my team. You come into this. You expect them to win. Oh, Dallas is back. Oh, yeah, Washington. Dallas is back. Washington. What did they say? How about them Cowboys? Yeah, woo! See, I can be a Cowboys fan. You ready for it? How about them Cowboys? You make make me sick. All right, all right. You make me sick. But this is my point. Coming in, favorites. Oh, oh, look. This is the game Dallas is going to win. They're supposed to. They're here. They're right now. And Colt McCoy, I feel, (laughs) can destroy us in this game. Texas. I am... I'm very scared because this game is huge for me. (laughs) This game is everything to me because, in my opinion, if they win this game, they win the division. And this is even if we lose to the Saints. If they win this game, we win the division. That's my spiel. That's what I got when it comes to Washington. I have nothing else as far as support. (laughs) It's just I'm scared as hell what my team is going to do to me. You're really going to hate my prediction, too, whenever we get to that point of it as well. Uh, Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. And also, you know, Dallas has won two close games. 
The line here at seven and a half points is incredible. That's ridiculous. They can't That's beat. So they can't beat anybody Another by more game than four I would points. bet on. Sadly enough, I would be putting money on. Washington. I know. I think we're building our way up to a good parlay. Is yeah. that what we're doing? Yeah, actually, this would be a solid. Ooh. Like fifty bucks each, dude. Dude, you need a. We're going. That that's okay. what we're, we're working on our business right, cool. plan right now. All right, sweet. All right, this I'm is in. a slash podcast slash business. Yeah, because even my prediction, by the way, it'll blow your mind. It's just obviously I have my team winning, but it's not by seven. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that the Cowboys, if they win this game, this game's for the division, is what you mentioned. So as of right now, according to Football Outsiders, the playoff odds for winning the AFC NFC East right now: Washington fifty four point four percent. Dallas, 30.9%. And so, I I mean, I think if Dallas wins this game, they'd probably go up to even at that point because they'll, be, they'll both be tied for you know, first place in the division, that sort of thing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just Dallas doesn't blow teams out at all. Part of it is the way their offense works. They don't have a downfield passing attack, but they're actually throwing the ball downfield now. My favorite thing about Dallas's offense right now is the way they run scheme to get Ezekiel Elliott in space. Like, I love whenever he just, like, he has a safety one-on-one and just cuts around him. Like, he just makes these really great, like, exaggerated, like, long steps and then just dips his knees, so just scrapes the ground and bounces off and past the safety. And so seeing him in space is a lot of fun, too. I still want to see them use Dak Prescott more as a runner because you're talking about guys who get injured. Prescott's not built like Trubisky is. He's a tank. He's, like, wrapped in armor. So I think whenever you have a guy who is as strong as he is, I think he can take more hits than uh, other these some of these other mobile quarterbacks. All right. So, in all honesty, man, this is my dream team. I mean, I really do love my offense, and I love my defense even more. I think the defense is just incredible. I think that's the only reason why it is close games is because the offense is still trying to work together here. But if they can get Dak to run more, just like what I've always said, let's run some option plays. Let's make it work. But Zeke is destroying life itself right yeah. now. Zeke is finally back. I mean, last game, 23 attempts, 122 yards here. And then even with Dak, 22 of 32 when it comes to 208 yards, but four carries, only five yards, but a TD. But they weren't using him as a runner. Exactly. But they didn't. But that touchdown to. was a great example of his strength, too. Yeah. He, went through, he went through the safety and just... You flexed on him. Well, that's what the kids say, right? Flex on him. But uh, wait, do they say flex on him? <laughs> I think so. Oh, wait, how do you know what the kids say? Who are you hanging out with? The internet. It's the internet. Me. That's what you're saying. What are you looking up on the internet? Uh, I'm watching a lot of Law and Order SVU, man. That's how you know the kids. Say. That's what I know about the kids. Uh, Joseph keeps me young, you know. Oh, Joseph keeps you. Yeah, that's weird. I don't want to comment on that. Now. So I was getting. You mentioned Dallas's defense. And I want the Cowboys to win the NFC East because Dallas's defense is the only good part of this division. There's I well, I mean, like Saquon Barkley is awesome, of course. Philly has a great defensive line, but they should have had they should have had better results than they've had so far this year. Their offensive line hasn't been as good; it's been injured and banged up a little bit. And then you have Washington. Like, I mean, their pass rush is it's good, but it's not great. It's more like the best part of the team, so you kind of talk yourself into it. And I like Washington mainly because their colors. But yeah, the, my favorite part about the division, though, is Dallas's defense. And I especially love it now that Randy Gregory's rushing the passer. We talked about that a few weeks ago, too. I love Awuzier, and like their pass defense doesn't measure very well, but they make a bunch of plays on the ball. Like they're constantly defend, deflecting passes uh, and making plays happen, too. So they're my favorite part about this division, though, is watching Dallas's defense. 
You know, I'm going to ask you this. If you're Dallas Stevens, kind of, I don't know how much you watch them. That's the problem with you. I've watched all their games because of you. You're all a right. stupid show. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Actually, about. Actually, so it's not stupid. If I could spend my life any other way, this is exactly how I'd spend it. Oh, that's so heartwarming. Me and the, what is it, the suit of armor again? Let's go back to the suit it's, of it's armor. Not, it's not true at all. Okay. I don't, you know what? I'm going to leave now. Either way, I'm going to go back to this. When it comes to Dallas' defense, if you were them, would you be putting Sean Lee back into the game, or would you allow Van Esch and them to kind of keep going and doing what they're doing? I would play all three of them in base packages, and then use Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch and Nickel. See, I just, in all honesty, I'm kind of against putting Sean Lee back play, into the game. Play him on first down. I think Sean Lee is great. Don't get me wrong. It's just. Peter Esch is performing. Well, that's what I'm this saying. This is like, two picks in back-to-back games. And they're like what? really great. It's like somebody playing beer pong and like they're real drunk and just can catch every ball that comes off the why table. Why do I want to? Why do I want to put Sean Lee back in the game? I'm saying put him in, in base defense and you run your four three. I just and yeah, you can play him. Dude, I'm saying don't play, don't, don't play him. Wrong. Don't play him in nickel packages. Don't play him in dime packages, but play him in your base 4-3. Have him play 25 snaps on first down. I just... I This is a game where he could play because Washington's going to run the ball time. You can play, They're going to play a lot of 4-3 in this one. Well, Cole McCoy is also a big-time runner. Yeah, because, yeah he is. Oh, why, why are yeah, you smiling is. when you're saying that? I'm excited <laughs> for Cole McCoy now after you told him about this last game because I don't remember that game. By the way, you know what I also hate? And let me go on this little rant here as well. So, Cole McCoy, I work in Austin, Texas. I'm at work and I'm talking to Do Dallas they fans. Up there? I'm talking to Dallas Cowboy fans. Yeah, I'm gonna be conflicted about the game because I'm I mean Colt's one of my favorite quarterbacks. He was just, so bored I, to watch. I, I can't wait to watch him. This is exactly the problem, because even when he goes into Dallas Stadium, everyone's still gonna be cheering for Cole McCoy. <laughs> so it's it's such a jinx game here. I hate it so and much. Mr. All-Americans come back home from the war. Ugh, the only thing that I can hope for is that the defense just demolishes him. But even against your Texans, you know what I got from Sam? Oh, hey, Taylor, you're welcome that the Texans beat the Washington Redskins. Yeah, Sam, thanks for the nail-biter that your team should have never been we'll in. We'll talk about that. I appreciate it. Come on. All yeah, right, I know. know what? All I'm saying is you Texas fans also make me sick at the same time. The Cowboys fans make me sick. The Texas <laughs> fans make me sick. Why can't everybody just understand what I'm trying to say? The world makes me sick. This is the problem with the world. The last thing I want to say before I get your pick for this game is Xavier Sufio is playing left guard. Uh, Connor is hurt, I believe. Also, Connor Williams has been the worst part of their offensive line, too. Xavier Sufio was drafted the, the number 33 overall pick. In 2014, for your Houston Texans, me at the time uh, was so excited for this pick because I thought they were going to take Teddy Bridgewater, and then I left, went out, and then saw they did it, and I almost cried. I've never seen you angrier. I actually remember you doing that only because I can still remember how angry about the Bridgewater you were. Yeah, you were because they even <laughs> traded. And you were like, okay, maybe that we're going to get it, was, it now. It was you a were bottom so, maniacal obsession. You were so sick. I was more upset the Texans didn't take Bridgewater than I was with my girlfriend moving at the time. That's how good of a person I was. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> we won't. Uh, but the thing I want to say is that Xavier Suofio, you know, he was drafted with that pick. And the problem he had in college is that he could not use his hands whatsoever. 
He wouldn't punch and grab the chest. He would shove. He would lean. He would punch. I'm watch, every time I watch Dallas play now, I just watch Xavier Sufio. All he does is punch and grab the chest. He's blocking the second level. I'm happy for him. I'm really glad he's playing well. Uh, you know, I wish he was playing this well in Houston. But I think it's a good example of the Texans' offensive line coach is bad. And everybody who leaves Houston plays much better whenever they go to a different offensive line uh, elsewhere. So it's frustrating, but I'm glad he's playing better. I'm glad he's playing well in Dallas. Uh, but that's all I have to say about that. So what's your pick for this game? All right. So in 2014, we lost to the Washington Redskins 20-17. to This year, we beat Colt McCoy and the Washington Redskins on Thanksgiving 20-17. to You like that? <laughs> yeah, I do. So you're going to take Dallas with the points then. Well, but you're saying I, Washington. You're I would take Washington. I mess this up points, every time. But I'm still choosing Dallas. Dallas. Wins, yeah. So I'm taking Washington the points as well. I have Dallas winning 2014. I think Adrian Peterson scores two touchdowns or something. Oh, yeah. Is that what you think? Yeah. yeah. I, I hope so Sam I loses in fantasy, so I don't hope that happens. I'm really mad I lost him last week. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll talk about Falcon Saints and Texans Titans. And we're back. So the last game we're going to talk about tonight is – Thursday, no, not the last game. The second to last game we're going to talk about tonight. I'm just, I'm so excited to eat tomorrow, all right? Uh, the Falcons are going to New Orleans to play the Saints on Thursday night football. The Saints are 13-point favorites. So my big thing about this game is the Falcons' offense is really good. I know it didn't have the best game last week against Dallas. Uh, they really didn't play that well in third downs in that game. And the Falcons can't run the ball very well right now. It's been all Matt Ryan. So just comparing these two offenses real fast. So Atlanta, they're 7th in DVOA, 5th in passing offense DVOA, 26th in rush offense DVOA, 9th in points scored, 6th in net yards attempt, 23, uh, 23rd in yards per carry. Matt Ryan, 71.1% completion percentage, 22 touchdowns to 4 interceptions, and he has taken 27 sacks so far this year. The Saints, second DVOA, second pass offense DVOA, eighth in run offense DVOA, first in points score with 378, 8.4 net yards in attempt, which is second, 4.2 yards a carry, which is 20th. Drew Brees, this is still absurd. I can't get over this. 76.9% completion percentage, 25 touchdowns. Guess how many interceptions he's thrown. Isn't it one? One. Yeah. What is going on? And he's only taken nine sacks this year. Can you please say his name properly? Drew Brees, a.k.a. MVP. That's I was, his name. I, was still, I still want Todd Gurley to win it. But Todd Gurley had 12 carries I know, last I know, game. I know, I understand. Something, what was it, like 40-something yards? He had some good screen catches. Though. Oh, some good <laughs> screen catches. Yeah, he did nothing last game. And that was because Mick wanted Goff to do everything. You he can, wanted to show off. This goes back to my point. God, I can't wait for the Rams to lose in the playoffs. I will be so excited when the Saints destroy them. When they come marching and in. And by mean, the way. You mean when they come marching in? Ooh, you just wanted to say that. Yeah. Now you were just waiting. However, dude, New Orleans is just too good at this point. I just think that maybe Atlanta could catch them off guard because New Orleans could be too confident, maybe too cocky. But the problem is they just look like a steady train. Just tugging along. I think, I think Sean, Sean Payton is in such an FU mode. 
And Breeze is, wants to win the MVP, I think, more than anything right now. What, uh, I, what, I, what I was saying with Gurley is that I want him to win, but now after last week, I'm kind of leaning more towards Breeze. Well, he lost it last week. That was the problem. They're McVay never giving it to him anyways, so. McVay lost it for him. Just tell Breeze. That. Gurley needs to have at least two touchdowns a game for him to win the MVP. And they didn't give, he didn't give him one last week, I don't think. Wait, what? Gurley needs to have two touchdowns oh, no, no, no. a game. He, yeah, I think. No, he, he didn't have, have that last week. week. Especially when freaking Drew Brees, 363 yards and four TDs last week. I mean... Just pouring it up, too. And the thing, too, is... What do you do against them? Ingram, 16 carries, 103 yards. Kamara, 13 <laughs> carries. And what was it? He had a 5.5 average. And, he, and the coolest nose-piercing in football. Yeah, I think he had around 78 yards. And then he had only one reception, but it was for 37 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. And Ingram had also his two TDs. I saw Boston. They have the best running back. It's, I'm sorry, I say running back, running backs, because if they were the same guy, they would just be unstoppable. If they were one person, what if they fused? Like (laughs) Dragon Ball fusion. Yeah. But they they boot noses instead. Boot noses. Yeah, because Kamara has a nose ring. So they boot noses. Or what if he puts his nose oh, ring in? Uh, yeah, like a, the, like the hot chick. The no the nose ring breaks in half, and he puts a piece in. Yeah, he puts a piece in. Oh, yeah, we're on to something. I think now. We, let's call it Disney. By the way, this movie idea. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. So I, yeah, I think Alvin Kamara is Marshall Falk, and I would say he's my favorite running back in football. But it depends on what day you ask me. There's a lot of good run, there's a lot of good running backs in football nowadays. So it's, uh, Zeke is the best running back in football. He's not. Oh. So <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta, since they scored 35 points against Washington, they've only scored 35 total points since then. I believe they scored 14 against the Browns or 17 against the Browns and 18 against Dallas or whatever. But they've only scored 35 points in two games. 19 against Dallas. 19 against Dallas. 16 <laughs> against Cleveland. Thank you. That's why you're here. Uh, so Cleveland. In that game, they went 5 for 14 on third downs. Against Dallas, they went 6 for 12 on third downs. And when they played the Saints the first time, they lost 43-37. The other thing that's interesting, too, about this game is the Falcons can't stop the run. And so they allowed 132 rushing yards to Dallas, as you mentioned earlier, and 211 to Nick Chubb in Cleveland. And so like, I think this is going to be a close game because these two offenses are really good. I just don't think there's any way that Atlanta's going to win. I you know what? Again, I just believe it. It was a close game last time they played. It was the beginning of the year. I think it was like September 28th. So not that big of a deal. Went into overtime. 43-37 was the final score. And they didn't have Ingram. So, yeah, a big part of Saint system is Ingram. So and that the Falcons play a defense factor. was healthier, I it's, guess, too. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say. It's just... And the Saints That's a lot of damn points for 13 and a half for me to be able to believe that a divisional game where every team is on short notice, as great as the Saints are, and that's what this week will kind of prove to me. If they blow out Atlanta 51 to 14, I think it's going to be scary, and I think they win the Super Bowl without a doubt. I'm a, I'm and a, I think that they would just be on just that train, yeah. tugging along. I mean, they're, they're already on And on a four-day that. notice, that's what it would prove. But, I mean, if they lose this game, they're already on that train. The only thing that's different is that— But this would throw they, them off. This well, would throw them they, off to another railing. Don't say that. Them having the one seed, though, and playing every game at home in the playoffs is unstoppable. But if they were to lose this game, then that they would mean play, that they, they tied the Rams. Game, but they have a tiebreaker of the Rams. Yeah, but still, you're 
rolling the dice and you're not going to lose another one. My, my by point, the way, guess where you have to go we're next argue, week? We're arguing about you're nothing. going to Dallas. Woo-hoo! We're, we're arguing about nothing right now. Yeah, my yeah. point is that the Saints are already on that train. They don't have to jump tracks. They're already riding the tracks that they should be. And they're absolutely brutal too. Just like watching them go for them fourth down against the Eagles. A lot of people are upset. It's awesome. Do it. Screw them. I also, I love how they use Taysom Hill as well where they just have this like Third string quarterback who can run the offense, run the ball, throw it. You, they use him on fake punts. I think he holds the field goals too. He does everything. And he's like 28 years old. Everybody's like, oh, could he be the next franchise quarterback somewhere else? He's too old. And he also, I was listening to the telecast. They are saying he squats 550 pounds or something. Just absurd. He's from BYU. What What are they putting them? Oh, they can't even drink Mountain Dew there. I was going to say, where are they putting the Mountain Dew out there? They can't even have that. They, they can't drink caffeine. <laughs> What's he putting his mouth on do? Somebody show me that. Banneresh is from Boise State, just saying. That's not the same thing as BYU. Oh, wow. Man. They're two different places. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite Saints offensive player? It really is a toss-up because I truly love when Kamara gets the ball, but also Ingram is so impressive. It it really is a toss-up for me, but you know what? Sure breeze. Yeah. And it's because he could drop the ball anywhere. There was a pass play when it came to Michael that Thomas. That slant. It was that slant. Oh, that, no, that, I, that deep pass. Yeah, it, it just made no it, sense. It bent reality. Reality yeah. bent. And I just, it's so impressive this year because he looks like just another animal for the first time in his career where you're just like, it's not even close. And that's my whole thing. Patrick Mahomes, 36 TDs or 37 and 10 interceptions. And people argue that he should be the MVP of the season. But, man, Drew Brees deserves it all. One interception, 25 touchdowns. I've never seen that. What else do you want from the guy? I would say he is everything to that team. But as far as fun to watch, I'm going to give it to Ingram and Kamara. Mine's Kamara. Yes. He's Marshall Falk. And Marshall Falk was one of my favorite players of all time. Oh, do you have a tear coming down your face? No, I don't. Right? I don't. You, you know, it's going to be depressing is when they have to come to Dallas. And I'm not. We're not, we're not talking about the same. What? Though. What are we? Why are we talking about? It? Because I need your pick for this game. <laughs> Again, the Saints are 13 point favorites. It's gonna be Thursday night football, Atlanta, and also I want to say I, I really like Matt Ryan. I feel bad for him. I think he had one opportunity with the Super Bowl and he blew it, and it's never going to happen again. And it's sad. No matter what you tell me, that sticks with you. Yeah. No matter well, what. Well, he's still playing great, but it's just like the whole or the team is weird. It, it just doesn't make any sense. When something like that happens where you truly should never have lost that game and you're just pretty much stuck in that moment where you're trying so hard to be able to get it out of your head, to be able to succeed, be able to be that one-time great offense. And they were. But you're... 28-3. And, they, you know, they actually – well, at least they made the playoffs last year. I wasn't even expecting that from them. So it's a bummer. That I, I like Matt Ryan. I feel bad for him because uh, he wants it really bad. You know, he cares a lot. It comes to my pick. I feel like I feel like such a soccer mom. He cares a lot. He wants it bad. I feel bad for that Matt Ryan. You drive a minivan, so it makes perfect sense. I drive a Honda Accord, Taylor. You drive uh, – it's a minivan. It's not a minivan. It's a minivan. What's your pick? <laughs> Okay, I'll actually take Atlanta with the points here. I yeah. have Saints 43, so I'm going to give them the same score they had when they first time beat them. But I have Atlanta 35. 
I mean, I have them winning by eight, but still, it's not by 13. Yeah, I have Atlanta 38-31. So I'm picking the, I pick the Falcons to the points. Yeah. Because the other thing about the Saints, too, is they can stop the run. They can't stop the pass. Yeah. I think they do have a good pass rush, though, and Matt Ryan's been sacked a bunch. But Ryan's been so on lately, and they don't – even Lattimore came and cover Julio Jones right now, and they've been spectacular. And Julio still destroyed Dallas. I mean, six receptions, 118 yards, and a TD. So, yeah, I just – 13, man? It's a lot. God. It's a lot of points. So, Monday night, you're coming home from work, sit on the couch. Oh, Second half, Texans, Titans, tying up, baby. We got Mike Vrabel. We might got Blaine Gabbard. AFC South. Woo! This is the this is what football has made it right here. Right now there's not a line because they don't know Marcus Mario's gonna play or not. And also it was weird too, because he, he had his stinger, is what they said he had. And so there's no idea if they're gonna play or not. My thing with the Titans, to talk about them real fast, is that I've never seen a team go from playing a close, tough game to blowing out a Super Bowl contender like they did. And also like they played so well against New England. They blitz Tom Brady a ton, a ton. Nobody can blitz Tom Brady, but the Titans are able to. They create a bunch of free rushers. They ran a really interesting offense. I really like their run scheme in that game. We mentioned it last week, but I love that play where they Marcus Mariota line of quarterback. He goes out wide. Then they have Derrick Henry, the Wildcat. They run power, and he scores pretty easily from that. Corey Davis has a spectacular game. And all that happened that last week against the Colts, they fall behind early. They're doing the same thing. Inside run, inside run. Play action bootleg doesn't work, and their defense got torched deep by T.Y. Hilton a bunch because Adoree Jackson's fast, but he's not a very good cornerback. And also for the Titans, when they're losing big, they're 29th in DVOA. When they're taught, when the game's tied or they're barely losing, they're 26th in DVOA. When they're winning small, they're 14th in DVOA. When they're up big, they're 12th in DVOA. And so whenever the Titans fall behind, they're kind of done. They're a big old greyhound, you know? It's a dog race with them. Um, and then also in that Titans game, too, Dean Pease was in the hospital. He's our defensive coordinator. He called, he called a great game against New England, and uh, he wasn't there either. So I don't know. It's gonna, I'm excited for it because I'm excited for a, every AFC South game. But the, I've never seen the swing like the Titans have had. And uh, last week was just so terrible from them. All right, well, All right, let's hear your, your, four, your four notes you got. All right, my, my first line says, I'm just going to let you talk about this game because I have absolutely no interest. It does not say that. <laughs> it, it 100% says that. All right, so <laughs> my, my other line states, uh, okay, who do you fear more here? Titans or the Colts in your division? The Colts. Because they can throw That's the ball. That's the whole point. They so, can throw the ball. When it comes to this game, I don't even think but it's going to be... The Titans have Mike Grable. The Titans have Mike Grable. He's the leader of men. You understand? He's the leader of men. i follow him into space, into a foxhole. No, you Into wouldn't. a volcano. Have you ever been in a foxhole? No, but... Mike, I have, son. No, you <laughs> We're not stealing Valor here. Mike Vrabel, though, for sure. If he was that commander, if it's Saving Private Ryan, it's him instead of Tom Hanks, I'm doing whatever he tells me to do. Everybody was in Saving Private Ryan. I mean, Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, but I'm Ryan. saying if it's Tom Hanks, I'm, not, I'm going home. But if it's Mike Vrabel, I'm there. I'm for it. I'm fighting for this country. Mike, I don't even know what you want me to do with this because it's like what I told you. Mariota now is banged up. He, 
He's back to being injured. So now if we see Blaine Gabbert, you told me, oh, they beat us last time. Oh, my God. It was just funny is what it was. If you were to lose this game, <laughs> I would just be laughing at the Texans. But They're at home. It's Monday night, too. It's Monday night? Yeah. This is my Monday That's night That's why I day. told you. You're going to come home from work God. after a rough day God. At, the, at, the, at the coal mine. At the coal mine? Yeah. God. The only, the only coal mine left in Austin. And so, I mean, really, this is what this game comes down to, though. I can sum up every Texans game in one sentence. It's a, it's a flow chart, okay? Are the Texans playing a team that runs the ball? If it's yes, Texans win 2016. If it's no, the Texans lose. The Texans have the best run defense in football. They're playing against the Colts. The Colts' run offense is 22nd DVOA, but currently they are a fourth in most, rush, most rushing attempts in football, 255. And so they have to run the ball a lot to have any success. And they're not even that good at running the ball. And you can't run the ball at Clowney. You can't run it away from Clowney. You can't run it at Watt. You can't run it away from Watt. And then everything gets funneled inside of DJ Reader, Bernard McKinney, and whoever the other inside linebacker is, which doesn't even matter because you could play inside linebacker in that defense with Watt and Clowney in front of you. And so I just don't – I know like week three happened or week two happened. They lost to the Titans. But in this game, I don't see there's any way Houston loses this game. Because the Titans have to run the ball, and the Texans' run defense is too good. The only shot the Titans have is if they get a special teams touchdown, or if Watson has like four interceptions. Corey Davis is going to destroy him. Maybe. That's what's going to happen. Corey Davis, baby. He's going to destroy everything that's going to happen, along with Deion Lewis. It's game over. It's no. game over for y'all. There's no By the way, what's the point spread for this game? There's not a line yet, because they don't know if Mariota or the real Americans are going to play. Can you even bet on this game, then? I don't think so, not yet. Can you bet on this game yet? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Okay, so either way, would you bet on this game? Uh, Yeah. Well, this is what it depends on. If the line is Houston plus six or Houston minus six, no, I wouldn't bet on this game. Because the Texans can't beat anybody by more than a field goal. Every game is 23-21, 20-16, 21-17, 24-20. So everything's low scoring and it's really close. And so I'm expecting the same thing. And that's what you do every time it's a Texans game if you're going to bet on it or make a pick with the line. If it's three points or less, you pick Houston and the team has to run the ball. If it's greater than that, you don't pick them. Because the Titans can create free blitzers. They do. If Dean Pease is coaching this game too, he does a really job creating free blitzers. Um, the last thing – well, the other thing I want to say about this game too, so Houston – they're scheduled during this win streak. These are the pass offenses by DVOA. Indy 12th, Buffalo 32nd, Dallas 26th, Miami 24, Denver 20th, Washington 25th, Jacksonville 28th, Tennessee 27th. The Texans don't have the cornerback play to really be able to play against teams that spread you out wide. You can attack your third and fourth cornerback, let alone your first cornerback. And even that Indy game, T.Y. Hilton got hurt early. And he always has a really great game against uh, Jonathan Joseph as well, too. And so they just haven't had to play the matchup that is really going to take advantage of them. And they probably won't play that matchup at all until they play Indy. And even then, the next great pass offense that they're going to play this year is going to happen in the playoffs entirely. So as long as Houston's playing teams have to run the ball, you just say Texans are going to win like 2017, 2016. And that's just kind of it from there. And uh, it's very easy. It's very simple to be a Texans fan right now during this seven-game win streak. So, what's your pick for this game? All right. And does it even matter if it's Mariota or the real American Blaine Gabbert? 
It, it does that sway you very much at all? It doesn't. You want to know why? Why? Titans 23, Houston 20. Take that, sucker! It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. I don't know what I'm supposed to take back at all. I said take that. I don't know what I'm supposed to take at all. All right, you're going to take the Titans having the win on 23, the Texans losing 20. Hey, all, all things must come to an end, Taylor. Okay, what do you have? I have Houston win 2016. Because like I said, they're playing against a team that has to run the ball. They win 2016. It's how it's been all year long. Well, why didn't you just... You're not supposed to just be so nonchalant about me saying that your team is going to lose. Why don't I get it's a reaction like it out of that when it comes to you? It doesn't hurt my what do you, I get it's not. It's not like you asked me, Matt, what are you? Who are, what are you about? I'm not like, well, first and foremost, God. I'm a Houston Texan. So fan. you would much rather call me a knight in shining armor versus you just... God, can you... It's I, don't, I don't even get you. Who are you? Get out of my house. It's, we do this every time we talk about the Texans. This banner, it's fun. It's a fun thing to say. No. I say things just because it's fun to say. But when it comes to the Texans, they're going to win this game. And it's going to be low scoring. And, you know. By they, the way, you know who you look like only because the movie's coming out this week? Wreck-It Ralph. I look like Wreck-It Ralph. You look like Wreck-It Ralph. My head's you too small. Like, you got a red shirt coming on. It's You're orange. the big guy. You got long arms coming. You're, dude, you're Wreck-It Ralph. My right head's now. too small to Wreck-It Ralph. If you wore the overall that had that one strap hanging off, dude, no, Wreck-It Ralph. My head's too small. By me. the way, apparently it's really good. I, I can't wait. Be good. All right, so let's, let's we're talking business real fast. So three team parlay. You want to do fifty fifty or hundred hundred? Whoa, fifty fifty. All right, fifty fifty. This is the the block of the week. Are you ready? What do you got? Bears. Okay. Beats. <laughs> Alright, it's actually going to be Bears, Redskins, Falcons. Those are our picks. We're doing a three-team parlay, 50-50. Yeah. We're making money, son. Yeah. We're going to retire tomorrow. Wait, isn't Bears of six and a half? No, it's three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, doing yeah, yeah, Bears, yeah. Even though I had to Redskins, say no, they weren't going to do that. Either way, I'm going to win. And, so it's okay. And then to recap on our picks, we have the same picks, picking... Bears, Redskins, Falcons, and then we differ from Monday Night Football. I'm picking the Texans. You're picking the Tennessee Titans. I'll spite because you're sad, a hater, and a loser. Yeah, that's about right. That's fine. So, <laughs> anyways, thanks for listening to the show today. Hopefully, you're listening to this tomorrow morning or tonight whenever you're driving home or sitting there going for a walk to get away from the family for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, or, exactly. Uh, go to the restroom. If you got a yeah. like, you know, fake going to the bathroom and just want to hang out for a little bit with a piece of pie. Yeah, go for Dude, a walk. Yeah. It may be a nice day. Whatever you're doing, yeah. this is a good thing to listen to. And thank you for turning, tuning in every week. Uh, next Tuesday night, me and BFD will do, or BFD and I, I should say, I'm not a caveman, we'll be doing a review show about the Texans Times game. And then next Thursday, we'll talk about uh, week 13 and all the money we're going to make from this three-team parlay tomorrow. So my name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening about Red Radio. And thank you for talking to me tonight, Taylor. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, 
seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>